0: Hi, and welcome to today's SME Business Podcast. Your host, Mark, will be joining you to interview a founder of an SME business each week, highlighting lessons learned and revealing insights. Listen and learn each week on how to get and stay ahead. Hi, dear listeners. Thank you for tuning in for the next episode of the SME Business Podcast. Today, we're joined by Jan Caffell. Jan Cafel is a semi-retired entrepreneur turned author and writer. Jan has been doing this for four years with 10 years experience altogether. Welcome to the show.
1: Mark, thank you so much for asking me on the show.
0: Yeah, it's like uh, I always like uh, learning from for other entrepreneurs and... Um, and, and highlighting other entrepreneurs. So it's like, okay, you know, like, um, I have to have you on the show. And,
1: uh, <laughs> I um, absolutely so- agree, actually. I think our entrepreneurs in general just learn much better from other entrepreneurs. You know, we speak the same language.
0: Yeah, it's like every time I, 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 like, I, I have a guest, and even though I, I, I know I, I only started, you know, um, recently uh, relatively, um, I know that, like from every every guest, I will learn something, and if I learn something, um, then then um, you know, like for listeners as well, it means that, that they will learn something from it. Um, Definitely. Um, and then you know, like looking back, uh, it's always like, oh, I I, I didn't know that. Um, <laughs> so yeah, going in, I always go like, oh, yeah, I might learn this or this, and then later I go like, well, oh, actually, I learned so much more. Um, so yeah, uh, thank you and welcome. Thank you. Um, just for for, for listeners that, that are tuning in wherever they are in the world. Um, can you tell me a bit more about yourself and how you got into entrepreneurship and why?
1: Oh, it's a very, very long journey. I was um, an entrepreneur for, oh, wow, if we include self-employment and micro-businesses for nearly 40 years. But uh, I had one one of those businesses which I actually scaled up to the multi-million mark. So uh, a mix of SMEs and micro-businesses. But now, as as you rightly said in the intro, I am semi-retired and I became very passionate about writing um, in my last few years. And so that's what I do for pure pleasure. And also to support other entrepreneurs now.
0: Yeah. And that's great. You know, like, um, you know, having a, a storied career, uh, been having done so much, um, you know, having run multi-million pound businesses, uh, and then, you know, being able to position to to, to support other entrepreneurs uh, with your skills, that, that's, that's always great. Um, uh, it's like, uh, you know, like a role model uh, of like, you know, uh, hopefully in the future, I'll be able to get to the point where I can do that as well and say, hey, I got a million multi-million pound company and now I am going to be semi-retired. So uh, a <laughs> bit, bit of a- I'm
1: know, sure you'll like, get there, Mark. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. W- one day I'll get there. Um, so I was wondering as well, so why are you such a passionate supporter of enterprise?
1: That goes back a fair while, too. I got involved in originally in a government campaign. And I was trying to work out actually who was in power, which gives you an idea of how long ago it was, when it was started, only over Christmas. And I think it might have even been in Tony Blair's day, but whenever. It was a fair old time ago. And I was one of the first 50 women chosen to represent the UK in an EU scheme to promote enterprise. At the time, being an entrepreneur wasn't a very well-known career. Nobody had particularly heard of it, or very few had, to be more accurate. And we were all tasked with getting out there and inspiring as far as we could. Entrepreneurship in schools, colleges, business meetings, wherever. And I was thrilled to be involved. Um, I mean, firstly, it was obviously a big compliment, but also because I genuinely believe that without entrepreneurship, we cannot possibly have a healthy economy. Small businesses are the backbone of this country and small businesses, some of which go on to be big businesses and they create jobs and they contribute to the government's coffers and that pays for other things. And altogether, we just desperately, desperately need a healthy uh, economy and background for small businesses to thrive. Um, so I, I've done, I've leapt on a, a, an awful lot of campaigns over the years to support entrepreneurs in whatever way I can.
0: Yeah, that's that's amazing that you that you're able to do that, and I completely agree. So one statistic I was bring up is like, what uh, the current large companies are, uh, a lot of them, uh, if you go forward, let's say twenty, thirty years, even already, uh, will no longer be there uh, because because things change. Um,
1: absolutely you're so right and I think that's something that's very little known just yeah. how big a turnover of the big companies varies yes. um yes. and so we so we really need those small ones coming through underneath otherwise eventually the whole thing stagnates
0: yes yes and then you know but we also need it because you know we need market competition that we need that to, that too you know absolutely create right new industries and and such and For instance, I know that like, for instance, IOD is trying to help, you know, um, launch or increase, let's say um, the the size of the space industry in the UK. Um, But those are all, you know, like grand scheme of things. But in general, you know, we need to help more small businesses um, yes they stay, stay alive especially at this point in time
1: <laughs> oh goodness <laughs> um, yes
0: and uh, but but also grow because um yeah um i think uh, it's a similar statistic in the US and uk is is around what was it like 95 plus percent of of of, 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 of businesses is, is small and medium enterprise um so um, yeah that, that that that's something that's close to my heart to see that that gets promoted more, um, because let's be honest, it, it's also again, you know, just looking at what happened uh, the last few months, uh, there's no such thing as a as a lifetime job anymore. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, that th- that's why um, you know these things are so important, and I really feel that that, that even like at, at the high school level, uh, entrepreneurial skills should be taught more, um, uh, maybe more, um, like American model where you know the obvious one we go like, you know, start a lemonade stand, um, that that should be promoted more more and also, um, you know, for um, kids um, that are in non, let's say standard environments where, you know, they, they surround the people that are really successful. Um, they, they get role models as well to, to show them that, you know, there's a, a different path than, you know, becoming a footballer or, you know, uh, becoming a doctor or a lawyer. Um, because there's so much more out there and I, I, I truly believe there's lots of people sitting in, in classrooms around uh, the UK um, but also across the world, of course, uh, with plenty of brilliant ideas but but they haven't got a listening ear yet. Um, so so hopefully, um, maybe this is the momentum that we as society need to reevaluate how we you know, support entrepreneurs. Um, So I was wondering as well, um, what are the biggest challenges to growth uh, for for business? The the question, what are the biggest challenges to growth?
1: There are external factors of which COVID is obviously a huge one, but um, then there are additional ones that um, we've also got, such as which governments are in power Um, I think there are external factors always that are a huge influence on small business. You've got COVID clearly at the moment and some sectors are thriving, um, a lot of the tech sectors particularly, but then other sectors we've seen have got uh, badly damaged from hospitality to their supply chains to various others. So, you you know, that's just an unforeseen, horrendous thing that has happened to businesses. But there are also uh, government and economic factors to consider because you've got uh, things like, will the American economy be continued to be supported? You have, with any any government, you have some that are pro-big business, some that are pro-small business, some that are thoroughly disinterested in business. And to my mind, as we were saying, it's for ones who are pro-small business who will really culture, a, a foster a, a culture of real good to society that we can see proper growth in.
0: Yes, yes. Um, I was wondering as well, um, when it comes to, uh, you know, the new year that we're in, what do you feel businesses need to pay attention to in 2021? As in, you know, which focus areas?
1: Sure. I think, uh, as we were saying, the the tech has been so huge. I think uh, that tech skills is something that businesses should be looking into. I think they need to look at, and this isn't a plug for you, Mark, I have to say, but it just so happens to be the truth. I do think they have to look at cybersecurity because we've seen tremendous damaging threats going on in the world and the huge growth of cybersecurity, and it is small businesses that could get hit very badly now. And I don't think most small businesses realize that. Then in addition to that, um, they want to look at AI because AI is revolutionizing itself in such a rate. And a lot of the stuff that they will have is going to be out of date and very second rate in comparison to what their richer competitors have got. And finally, they want to look, well, oh, now she there's a never ending list really. They want to upskill themselves, I think, because everything's changing so fast. The owners want to upskill themselves and, and if they can, it, encourage the staff to, when they're lesser employed in lockdown or whatever, to upskill as well, they will be in a better position to take advantage when things get busy again. Those would be some of my off the top of my head recommendations.
0: Yes, yes, it's it's interesting you bring up the cybersecurity one as well. Um, It it, it is quite common, you know, where uh, um, SMEs will go like, either they're so small they go like, well, I know everyone, which is not really how it works because you don't know everyone on the internet. (laughs) Um, um, so yes, you might know your employees, but also, you know, um, employees can also make mistakes because we're all human. Um, you know, there's so many breaches where um, the breach happened because something happened because, um, somebody pressed the wrong button and yeah. um,
1: Absolutely. It's one of the most common ones, isn't it? Yes,
0: exactly. the, the tech skills as well, it's interesting you bring it up. It's not just small and, and, and big business. I, I I did work as well with, with an um, organization that, that was humongous, as in 100,000 employees plus. And um, they said as well, they were looking at stuff like uh, AI and, and upskilling as well, because they their reasoning was, and this is interesting, you bring it up as well, is that uh, if we don't do it, our competitors will do it. Mm-hmm. As in, we might be. Um, position three and in the top three at this point in time. But if we don't do that, either um, we, um, yeah, we drop out of the top three, or, or, or we even drop out of the top 10, because, yes. for instance, um, the competitors were using um, a massive amounts of AI. So they said, when it comes to like testing data sets and such, they were like, if we don't use it, then literally our competitors will bring a new product to market Five times faster, and then uh, yeah, you yeah, end in a situation where we don't have any product because basically any product that we bring in manually, quote unquote, uh, will then be too late for the market. Um, yes, and then, then absolutely. They, yeah, and you drop down from my top three, uh, you know, multi-billion-dollar company to a, um, you know, top 15 if you're lucky. Um, yeah, so yes. That, that, no, that, I agree. Then that, that, that's a problem. Um, I think it's also what's interesting uh, that that, that I've heard as well, and I'm not not sure how much that resonates with you, is that uh, companies are also saying, you know, like, because we, um, you know, we have this remote um, culture right now, even though it's maybe forced to the government, they said, well, yeah, maybe now we can scale uh, quicker because we can now recruit outside of our country. Uh, yes,
1: a, true. I mean, well, I think with the dreaded Brexit, I think, you know, there's been a tremendous skills loss to this country, yeah. and uh, inevitably, and, and people are going to have to look at getting skills from abroad. They've been increasingly doing it anyway. A lot of the Eastern Bloc countries are particularly strong. Yes. Yes. Um, I think, is it is it Bulgaria or Romania or. Yes. One of the, those are very very strong on tech, yes, I believe. Yes,
0: yes, yeah, 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 yeah. This is the thing as well. Uh, it's interesting you bring those up. Uh, um. So basically, how was it with the Eastern European countries? Uh, because I have a few uh, Romanian and Bulgarian yeah. friends and myself, and Polish, and they were like, um, they had a, a, I don't know how to translate, but the English name was a polytechnic.
1: Yes, we used uh, to we used to have polytechnics. I don't um, know if we uh, still do, but yes.
0: And um, but I don't know actually if you had a back in the Netherlands where I'm originally from. To be fair, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't know everything about my my home country, uh, which I, maybe sounds weird, but um, um, but yeah, they they said that basically they or let's say their better education, as in like focusing on like you know maths and physics and such, was much more valued in in the curriculum. Mm-hmm. um so what ended up is that, that that you know people would get out of um a polytechnic with with the with social education that uh it, most western countries uh you know could not match then the problem initially was is with those countries because i've, I've done like um uh, and intel work in the past and such is that what happened is that you had these all these t- uh, talented people and they couldn't find a job um as in, in as in in the in the regular job sector if you will yeah Um. so they, they turned into uh, you know uh, attackers if you will yes yeah. they, they were highly skilled but they literally couldn't find any legit work if you will <laughs> and they're like "Oh, i still have a family to feed so yeah but you know what i, I just have to do this uh well and now I... and then this is the interesting bit because now i think it was like bucharest which is I always forget i think that's romania but uh Excuse me if I got it wrong, <laughs> um, but the, but they actually started a cybersecurity hub now. Which if you're you look you look at people, you know, and of course you know you have to get on with the times. But if you said like ten years ago that they you would establish such a hub there, people would laugh at you because they'd be like, yeah, but you know, um, why would you do that? And now it completely makes sense because um, you know the cost of living is lower and and you have highly skilled people, so so mm. why not? Um, Absolutely, to, and give them incentive, to, you know, to to stay on on the right side of the law. Uh, definitely,
1: definitely, we could do with a similar scheme here.
0: Exactly. Um. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, the government listens. <laughs> 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 I I, I want to get to the point where you know, like, uh, th- th- one of the questions uh, I have after this is, is around governments and such. But, um, is that government officials, even if it's just you know uh, a superficially. Starts taking notes and then like starts compiling it. Um, that's what I'm hoping for. Um, I, 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 <laughs> Optimist.
1: I always, well, we yeah, can but hope.
0: I, I, I can always hope. Um, but yeah, that's the idea. And then you know, the governments listen. Like, okay, oh, how can we do better? Um, I was wondering as well. I I read something uh, about a book. Can you tell me more about your book and what it's about and when it's coming out? I can,
1: I can, Mark. It's called Scale for Success. It's out on the 4th of February, published by Bloomsbury. And it's about scaling a business, curiously enough, which of course used to be very much growth with uh, help from outside finance. And is now really just a term for sustainable growth. But you've got, um, in particular with businesses, there is a a big leap between 1 million and 10 million, that it's uh, one, one of the people who contributes to the book calls it the death valley for businesses. And you've got this tremendously difficult pass up from that one to ten million that people have to traverse, uh, or they don't. They slip back and they become lifestyle businesses again, yes. or, or or worse. And it's it's because I think it it's such a very very different animal running a business at the multi-million big sort of through it depends a bit on sector. So you want to can generalise on the figures. But from, from 1 million and up, you are talking about a huge, huge change. And it, it just is it's a very different thing. And it's not for everybody. And it's not for every business.
0: No, so no, no.
1: I struggled with it when a big time. Um, I bounced around on that, not getting anywhere for a very long time, which was not a very good thing to do in lots and lots of ways and um, so but I did do a lot of learning during that period and so when I started writing full-time I very much wanted to go back and and put those experiences good and bad success and failure uh, to good use and get some answers as to why it is so hard and hopefully share those with other entrepreneurs and enable them to get through it with a lot more success than I did
0: that yeah, that sounds like some brilliant reasons to write a book. Um, I've, you know, like I'm, I'm trying to do the same. I'm, um, I'm, re- I'm rewriting a book, actually. <laughs> I, wow. I, got to, I got to a final draft and, and actually the audience completely changed, which is funny. <laughs> um, I originally wrote it for a boardroom audience. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, I don't, uh, to be fair, I, I didn't necessarily um, get the audience, if you will. <laughs> Yeah, uh, because they go like, well, you know, like uh, yes, you might know what you're doing, but but you are not a currency CISO or such, and um, <laughs> so so they were not necessarily like willing to listen uh, mm. to me. Um, and then I was like the funny part is that actually one of the reviewers went then like, you know what? Actually, what you wrote is like more a, a book for for uh, new businesses or small businesses. Mm-hmm. And which is kind of funny because like, that was like my, my, one of my frustrations where it's like, oh, um, but but nobody cares about the small and medium enterprise.
1: Well, you know, Uh, the more we can do people uh, like, like hopefully you and I can do to help them, you know, but it goes back to the better for the economy overall.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Because we need, we need not not just the small, uh, not just the big companies. We need the small companies as well. Definitely Um, we
1: do, we do champion them.
0: Yes, and then, what uh, it also is, it spreads risk as well. You know, you don't want to like put all your eggs in one basket to like keep, a, I, don't know, um, I don't know, like a steel in, in an operation. While if you have, uh, let's say hundred companies that together um, employ the same number of employees, uh, that's a much better, um, way to spread the risk yes um, yes that then then having one large behemoth that that then you have to keep alive as a or as a government because yeah you you don't want to have a headline on, on your watch that says 17,000 people lost a job or something
1: no no um, nobody wants to see that for anybody's exactly.
0: sake um yeah so yeah well, again hopefully uh, you know governments start listing Um, So this is where my question comes in. (laughs) (laughs) What could governments around the world do better to help small businesses grow?
1: I think they need to, well, they need to prioritize small businesses for a start, which a lot of them don't do. I think they want to listen a lot more to small businesses. I think they want to have people involved who actually have run small businesses, which which at times we've done in this country, and then it's got phased out again. But the more people who are not career politicians, but people who have actually run businesses themselves, those are the people who can understand what businesses need. And I think that's really, really crucial.
0: Yes, and, 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 and again, uh, specifically to the UK and not just you know have people there that just happen to go to the right uni- uh, university. Exactly, uh, yeah, no, I'm uh, because, totally because, with you. Know, like that, 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 that has to stop as well where, um, I think I, I remember one article once where, I think it was somebody from the BBC or The Guardian, one of the two, that basically the literally person went, I have to write this anonymously, um, but the person basically wrote the op-ed piece where it said, if I didn't, uh, I wouldn't have gone to Oxbridge, as in one of Oxford or Cambridge, I wouldn't have gotten this job because um, the other candidates were much more brilliant, but but I went to the right school.
1: That was tr- terribly prevalent at one time, going back a long time now, but it was terribly prevalent at one time with BBC.
0: Yes, and uh, um, and I think, you know, that, that that's, if there's better representation, then, you know, entrepreneurs all around the country as well will be you know what this this person actually represents me um, yeah and and not just you know somebody um that you know that comes out of university but with the right connections for life that kind of thing
1: yes definitely uh,
0: and then you definitely. Know, people will be like you know like um uh, and i'm not uh, sure you know like I'm, I'm not the person like to say you know nominate x or y um yeah um, because you know sometimes you have an image of a person and you go like well this person would be great and then you know, the person might come in there and be like, oh, you know, that that was a bad choice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so I, I may, maybe more like a committee kind of thing. Um,
1: yeah, like I say, we've done it in the past, you know, one of the uh, contributors to my book, because I felt I didn't have enough expertise by any means myself to to really help people as much as possible. So I, I involved 30 other entrepreneurs from across the globe. And one of them, Stephen Kelly, used to be COO of a government, you know, and that was in the days when we had a very pro business pro small business um, involvement. And, and he had, he came from businesses that had gone from startup to publicly floated, but I mean, he, he understood what it was to be in a startup. Uh, and, you know, so which was ideal, but we don't have the equivalent of that now, I don't think.
0: No, no. Um, um, and I, I do stuff with, with, with the Institute of Directors. Mm. um but but uh, yeah institute of directors as well is is also um in in the process of course of modernizing because uh, just as any other you know institutes yeah um, yeah they they have have to modernize and uh, and I think it's also you know um, that they have a focus and you know like of course it's in the name directors uh, but there's going to be a lot of uh, startup founders around the country that would be brilliant, but that don't necessarily might feel that ID is the right environment still for them.
1: Yes, uh, no, I do get that, I do get uh, that.
0: Um, so yeah, I think uh, there's work on, on, on lots of sites. Uh, so I'm trying to do work with it there as well. Uh, oh, the i I'm they, sure you'll do a lot of good. <laughs> as a non-traditional <laughs> entrepreneur. Um, uh, yeah, I, I. it's funny, like how I started, I, I, I quit my job. Uh, while on honeymoon. Uh, Always a
1: popular move, yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes.
0: Um, uh, so somebody listening might be going like uh, that guy is crazy. Well uh, I'm sort of crazy. Um mm. uh, but sometimes you just have to jump that kind of thing. Um, definitely, definitely. Um so you know for the for the person that listening that hasn't started the company yet but is thinking about it, if a budding entrepreneur would ask you for one piece of advice, what would it be?
1: Follow your passion every single time. You know, if your heart's not in it, you won't survive.
0: Yes, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the the other, you know, it's also a classic, almost like a cliche, because everybody says it's like you know, if you love what you do, you never work a day in life.
1: I, um, I, I've got to say, I don't think that's remotely true. But (laughs) you still work really hard. I know, I know. know, The obstacles. To, you know, are things that can be got through yes. and you still want to get out of bed in the morning. Yes. There lies the difference.
0: Yes. Yes. And, uh, but, but, uh, yeah. For instance, like me with like security um, you know, I've been doing this now for, for 20 years mm. and, um, and let's be honest. Um, if I didn't care about it, I wouldn't last for 20 years. That kind of thing.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely right. Um,
0: yeah. But yeah, it's not like you know, it's not like every day I wake up and get out of bed and go like, oh yeah, let me fight some cybercrime today. <laughs> uh, that's, not, that, that, that's not that's not how it works, of course. Yeah. Um, uh, some days you're just like compiling some statistics for a board, and yeah, that's mm. it. Um, I was wondering as well, a bit of a you know fun question if you had a magic wand what would what would you want to make happen
1: i think nearly everybody right now would say for covid to magically disappear you know by inoculation or just because i I was going to say herd immunity but i don't really believe in it but just because that in over the year, for years it has disappeared, whatever the reason we'd all like it gone, and yes. I think that has to be a priority for all of us,
0: yes, yes. Um, and this, this is interesting, uh, um, because yeah, um, if, if we get a lot of lockdown or not, um, yeah, that's, yes,
1: that's of course, really I mean, that's that's going to be another challenge to, yes. to businesses and business owners,
0: yeah, yeah, because again, I think that that's you know, from the business perspective, go like you know, um. Yeah, we know. At one point, they're saving life, and the other part is like keeping the economy, you know, ticking over.
1: Yeah, Um, it's it's a difficult balance,
0: but and 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 it's difficult, you know, um, like you said, difficult to Mm. make decisions on that. And to be fair, I don't think a lot of people would want to be in the shoes of Boris Johnson, um, um, because uh, either way, you're gonna do wrong. Let's be honest.
1: Yes, Um, you're probably right there. Um, um so other countries do seem to have managed an awful lot better but i won't get too political on your promise no. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> yeah something like tech and track and trace and yeah anyway let's not go there. yeah well indeed <laughs> don't get me started but yes absolutely <laughs> um yeah so i was wondering as well you know like uh, you with the book coming out uh, anything else that that you are working on this year or or, or planning it's, to do this year
1: Good good question. I mean, it actually, Bloomsbury are the only sort of publisher who publish themselves um, in other countries. Other other publishers have agreements. I don't know exactly how it works, but they've got a sort of unique situation anyway. So the book that will be coming out um, in bookshops in Australia and America, but not for a few months. Because it takes time to ship copies over and on one thing and another, so it's always it, it's always slightly behind. I've I imagine from those countries we're probably slightly behind, but I don't know depending on how it works. But therefore, the publishing date in Australia and America is not till end of June, early July, I think. So um, you know, there's, for me, there's you you normally go on book tours and speaking tours and what have you. It is a long way away. Australia is doing fairly well. Whether there's any remote chance of me getting out to one of Malaysia this year, I don't know. You know, everything, like everybody else, planning's up in the air, you know, and then then next winter, you know, it's it's depending on what's spun off, I might get inspired to do a second one. I don't know. I don't know. It it will have to all come together in my head. It was funny because I, I spent a long time. Sort of thinking, I sort of know what I want, but I don't to, to write. But I don't; I, it's not quite there. And then, literally, all of a sudden, it came do it's together in my head in about a week after months of prevaricating And I'm hoping that whatever I do later in the year will do the same.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've, 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 to be fair, I don't think you're unique there. And you know, like, you know, there's not a lot of people that will have like a like a, a, a plan. Uh, to the detail if, for this year, because there's so many open ends. Um,
1: absolutely, you know, absolutely. Like even,
0: even like, you know, vaccines, uh, let's say, let's say the vaccines are, are as effective as they, as they you know, the, 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 percentage say they are, can we actually roll it out in, in a sufficient pace that, it actually has effect well, economic, economy, economy wise for, for this year, or is it a question where. Really, the the first six months of the year are uh, already written off. In a way, I think.
1: I, to be honest, I think yeah. the first six months probably are. But on, on yeah, the other yeah, hand, yeah. I have to be honest and say equally, Israel's managed it. Why yes. can't we?
0: Yeah, uh, but it's funny you bring up Israel. I I uh, I had somebody that said with um, Israeli positive is like, uh, yeah, I'm going back home. Uh, yeah. because, because I can get the vaccine already. Yeah. Um, but I think yeah, yeah, but, yeah, it's the size of the population, of course. I, 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 absolutely, I but you know,
1: much... equally that must reflect in the numbers of people there who are capable of giving injections, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, or vaccines. You know, it, 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 and it, it's not just just the size of the population; it is more than that. I feel, but anyway. Um, yeah. I know, I don't, I don't know in truth, but I do know that uh, for me, you know, the focus for a while is very much on, on marketing, yes, you know, yes. if, because if I'm going to help people with this book, of course the word has to get out there that yes, it exists.
0: Yes, yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, and that, that should be, you know, like enough, uh, because like you said, the publication date is already further out yeah. for the other countries. Yeah. Um, and that's that, you know, that's already three quarters of a year in a way done. Yeah, wow. absolutely. But and just 4th
1: uh, of February in this yeah. country.
0: And then and next year, like a TV show or something? Well, who knows, Mark? Who
1: knows? <laughs> I don't know. I've done a, I've done a few guest sort of TV yeah. shows on American TV, but they have so many sort of small channels that uh, it's slightly different over there.
0: Yeah, I, personally, I would like to see something, not that like a Dragon's Den, but I would like to see a, a small business clinic kind of thing.
1: Where, yeah, it'd be good, um, wouldn't um, it? Yeah, Every
0: episode uh a a a entrepreneur and again I'm not going to name names because I'm not trying to claim that I know everything. <laughs> uh, basically you have a repertoire entrepreneur that goes into a a, a a a a company sits down with you know the founder and go like you know um, and of course don't have to reveal all the financial details on 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 camera of course. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but basically you know like you're know, like oh, this is what we do and this they is They used like, to uh, have one. There Um, there
1: used to be a long time ago, there was a TV program with Digby Jones, whose first name escapes me, who who a lot of people have very mixed feelings about. But at the time, the program was very popular and it was just pre-entrepreneur days. And it inspired a lot of people to look at entrepreneurship for the first time.
0: Yeah, I'm afraid that there might be before i came to the uk um, i'm
1: Dave. it's i mean i it, it well, as i say it was an awful long time ago because
0: yeah, um, i've been here for i think seven years now
1: no we're talking whoa whoa, whoa no we're talking probably 25 oh, okay. yeah, yeah, years yeah. ago but that,
0: that, 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 but, that, but
1: you that, know exactly that format oddly enough that you were describing
0: yeah i i, I think it really helps and like like i said mm. uh given the other you know series um it, it will help stimulate entrepreneurship because they will see you like hey uh, this person is like me and you know um they are having uh, they have the same backgrounds, mm. they have the same questions that kind of thing um, and yet they are already moderately successful and now you know finding the right um, help uh, they can skill even more
1: definitely um, definitely because I,
0: because I think you know uh, if, if if people feel that that that's not just a question of like establishing a lifestyle business if you will Uh, but also like i can actually scale and you know uh, yeah be the next gym shark if you will
1: Um, (laughs) and um, people can you know if they get the foundations right and it's the right business and they want to they can do it
0: exactly um so yeah that that's my hope and then um hopefully um, you know we end 2021 uh, with a lot of new entrepreneurs um, absolutely that would, that would be good absolutely and then i can you know interview new entrepreneurs uh, the year after and be <laughs> like hey hey how did you start in 2021 um, yeah that would be brilliant exactly
1: um, Let's hope so uh,
0: so thank you for your time mark um, my my pleasure uh, the last question is like, where can people find you?
1: Of course, well, they can, if they just type in uk. that's J-A-N dot uh, C-A-V-E-L-L-E, or they can type in Jan Cavell Scale for Success, which is the book name, and that will take them to Amazon or my website or various, W. H. Smiths and so forth, yes. and tells more about the book. But it's the website jankevall.co.uk. Okay,
0: that sounds great. Um, I was going to say uh, good luck with the book launch. Thank um, you so I'm much. Sure, I'm sure it will be smashing success. It will be an Amazon bestseller. Um,
1: <laughs> well, I, I, you know, I think the Amaz- Amazon's in the bit so burned because Bloomsbury sells sell so much because they're so successful, you yeah. know, directly. But uh, as I, I will be more than happy if it helps one or two entrepreneurs on yeah, that journey. Yeah,
0: yeah, and I think that's that's how we all feel, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, how I see it, you know, like uh, I go like, I get uh, you know emails and I go like, I I listen to your podcast and um, they go like, it uh, sounds very authentic and um I was like about to walk away from a business and I didn't that kind of thing yeah. and I go like, well that, that that's already what I do it for
1: yeah um, definitely um, definitely
0: and then you know like uh, yeah that's, very that's rewarding exactly um and i greatly give up my time for that, that kind of thing
1: oh yeah um, yeah me um, too
0: so um for all the listeners at home uh whether you're on a surfboard in the, in the ocean um, um North Pole, and space station if you're on a space station <laughs> do let me know i can give you a shout out and for everyone else um i will see you next show Thank you for tuning in this episode. I hope you enjoyed the show and I look forward to having you tune in again next episode. See you next time.